This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. And welcome to the show. The Kubota CHL NHL Top Prospects game just days away from the Langley Event Center. We'll preview the game with a player from the host market. Vancouver Giants forward Jaden Lipinski will come by with what is a star-studded event of the best CHL draft eligible players. NHL Central Scouting out with its midterm rankings. WHL dots the page across the board. We'll have a look. Hey, what a week for Edward Silvertips captain Jackson Berezowski. He's the WHL Player of the Week as he also chases some club history. He'll join us and we'll hear from the WHL Goaltender of the Week, Braden Holt of the Victoria Royals. First up. 51 WHL players have been named to NHL Central Scouting's midterm rankings ahead of the 2023 NHL Draft. Regina Pats captain Connor Bedard tops the list as the number one rated North American skater. He's joined by 10 other WHL skaters among the top 30 of the North American skater rankings. It includes Moose Jaw Warriors forward Braden Yeager ranked 5th, Winnipeg Ice forward Zach Benson at number 7, and Vancouver Giants forward Samuel Hanzik at number 9. For the third consecutive season, the WHL also boasts the top North American goaltender in the NHL Central Scouting rankings. Branded Wheat Kings netminder Carson Bjarnason, top-ranked North American goaltender. The product from Carberry, Manitoba, is followed by Seattle Thunderbirds puck stopper Scott Ratzlaff at number 6 and Tri-City Americans goaltender Thomas Sukonik at number 8. Overall, 20 of the 22 WHL clubs are represented in the midterm rankings. The Seattle Thunderbirds and Vancouver Giants each boast five players on the list. A total of 26 WHL forwards find themselves on the rankings, joined by 16 WHL D-men and nine WHL goaltenders. 22 teams, one goal. This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Jaden Lipinski will act as a host for Wednesday's Kubota CHL-NHL Top Prospects game in Langley. Voice of the Giants, Eddie Gregory, has more. Joining now with Vancouver Giants forward Jaden Lipinski and uh, leading into this uh, CHL Top Prospects game coming up at the Langley Event Center. Just First of all, just what does it mean for you to be uh, involved and uh, invited to uh, take part in an event like this? Yeah, it's an honor, uh, especially to have it right here in Langley. Uh, super cool to see some familiar faces, and uh, I'm excited. Just what does it mean for you to be uh, representing the Vancouver Giants at an event like this? Yeah, it's something I'm proud of. Uh, I take a lot of pride being in Vancouver. And, you know, unfortunately, Samuel Hanzik isn't uh, able to, you know, attend. But, uh, you know, I'll be happy to be right at home in Langley. And just get into that point, just how disappointing was it to know that uh, Samuel got hurt and he wasn't going to be taking part in that after his injury that he suffered at the World Juniors? Yeah, you know, it's super tough to lose a guy like that, but uh, on the bright side, you know, he'll be back within the next month, so uh, it could have been a lot worse, and we're definitely waiting and uh, excited for him to come back. Have you talked to anyone at all about uh, what to expect and what the next few days are going to be like for you leading into that event? Uh, no, not quite yet. Um, you know, it's cool to have, uh, you know, both Dicker and Siebes, uh at that, so, uh, you know, it'll be cool to chat with them about it, but, uh, you know, right now we're getting ready for a big weekend, and then uh, I'll have some time to think about that after. And just uh, what have you been working on, and how would you describe your season, how it's gone for you, and how it's progressed? I felt like uh, I've had a strong start. Uh, you know, the, the dog days, as they call it, are coming up, the, the hardest part of the year. Um, so, um, you know, my focus has just been to get better as the season's been going on, and, you know, practices are getting harder. So uh, we're really in the grind stage of this year. And just what have you been, you know, told from, I guess, external people or anything like that in terms of you know, just the day-to-day things that you're trying to work on and try and get better at as, as your game progresses here? 
Yeah, just, you know, it's more focusing on in building the things you're already good at as opposed to trying to make everything perfect. You know, my game's more size and using my size down low specifically and, you know, cutbacks, puck protection, all that, and, you know, as well as shooting pucks every day, working on my shots. So. Have you paid much attention at all to the draft rankings? And most recently you were named number 38 in the uh, most recent rankings that came out last week. Yeah, you know, uh, it's inevitable that you're going to see it with uh, you know all the media and that. But uh, it, it's cool to it's cool to look at uh, and admire for a little bit. But uh, you want to strive for more. You're always wanting more. So uh, it's you know I think it's important just to try to silence all the noise and the the projections and all that, and just really focus on uh, yourself. So have you given much thought or taken a look at all as to who's going to be participating in this top prospects game along with you? Yeah, you know, uh, it, it's always cool to see uh, the big names, you know. Um, we've played a lot of them this year, uh, seen some guys from the East as well, so a lot of familiar names, and, you know, it'll be cool to play with them. And one of the guys that's on that team that you most recently saw, at least on the team that you're going to be on anyways, is Lucas Dragosavic. You saw him twice here in the last couple of weeks here facing Tri-City. Just what have you seen from him? Yeah, you know, really, really good feel for the game. You can tell his hockey IQ is really strong, and, you know, he likes to likes to make plays and walk the blue line, so uh, it's fun watching him. And being a player from Arizona, and just take me a little bit through your path and elaborate a little bit and maybe explain to those who aren't quite familiar just how you made your way from Arizona here to the Western Hockey League and some influences in your younger days. Yeah, you know, when I, when I was coming up, you know, Bantam and Midget, um, the game's grown a lot since... Uh, you know, 10 years ago, you know, it's a lot bigger than people think. Uh, the game's grown, and, you know, guys like Austin Matthews, uh, Matthew Nyes with the Leafs as well uh, have really paved the way for guys like myself, and, you know, you're going to see a lot more guys come out of there, so uh, it's really cool to be a part of it and, you know, see the game grow down there, not just in Arizona but other places as well. What does a player like Austin Matthews do for players in that area in terms of inspiring players to get into the game of hockey? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you know, he lives there in the summer, so you know, seeing him and I've had the opportunity to skate with him, and just, you know, seeing he came from humble beginnings and made his way up and ended up being a first overall pick. It's really uh, inspiring, not just for me, but uh, younger guys as well. So, and going back to this prospects game, just what does it mean to play an event with a player like Connor Bedard, who's projected to be the first overall pick, and we all know the great season and career that he's had in this league, and we all just saw what he did in the real juniors, and he just continues to light this league up now that he's come back. What does it mean to play an event with him as the marquee attraction? Yeah, you know, a lot of eyes will be on him, and uh, it was cool playing him, uh, I think, back in November when they came, and, you know, obviously he was selling out every game, so, you know, everyone's coming to see him, and for good reason, too. What did you get to appreciate about his game when you were on the ice with him in that game against uh, Regina back in late November? Well, uh, you know, he's always a threat with the puck, uh, whether he's, you know, using his, his deadly shot or um, drawing guys to him and making plays. And, you know, uh, he's, I think he's leading the league in assists, too, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, he's not only a good shooter, but a good playmaker. All right, thank you very much, Jaden. Good luck here this weekend, and uh, good luck in the uh, top prospects game next week. Thanks a lot, Eddie. You're listening to the WHL This Week. Radio Edition. The WHL's Behind the Scenes 2023 Road to Nashville documentary series is now out. First episode is available at WHL Live at watch.chl.ca as the series will follow the top WHL draft eligible talent throughout the season. Yeah, it's pretty crazy to think about and uh, this is the year of, of you know our draft and you know a lot of one of my buddies as well, so uh, it's pretty exciting. And I think the 2023 draft is going to show 
how impressive the talent is and how, how high end the skill is from this group of players. Yeah, be really disciplined. Let's go. Here we go, boys. Let's go. You always say you got another year, another year, but, uh, you know, I think it, it's here now and it's obviously very exciting. First episode is now up. You can check it out every Thursday on WHL Live. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. Hey, what a week for Everett Silvertips captain Jackson Berezowski. He went off in three games. Eight goals, four assists for 12 points. He was the easy choice for WHL Player of the Week. He joins us from Everett, Washington. Uh, Jackson, what a week for you. Let's start uh, in Spokane. It seems everything you guys threw to the net that night went in, and you picked up a a six-point game. That was a pretty good way to get things started for you. Yeah, for sure. I think it was. uh, we kind of joked around with uh, Rooster there. It's kind of one of those nights where Everything seemed to be going uh, our way and our lines way, and it was uh, a lot of puck touches that came our way, and we just happened to bear down on our chances there. But it's obviously nice to have some of those nights just for uh, to get rewarded like that after all the hard work we put in. You know, Friday night that must have been a bit of an emotional game. We'll talk about uh, your night you had in a second, but you're you're facing off against former teammates uh, with a trade between Kamloops and your hockey club. What what kind of night was that to play in that game? Yeah, it was it was, a, it was a fun one. Obviously, seeing those guys in the different color jersey was uh, probably weird for all of us, both uh, on our side and them. But uh, we wish uh, we wish them nothing but the best. Obviously, with their their two players that have uh, made a huge impact here in our organization. But uh, come game time, I mean, uh, there's there's no friends out there, so obviously uh, we we're, we're battling against them pretty hard. And, and then you can talk to them after the game and so forth. But uh, it's always nice to. Got to see those familiar faces there, except uh, when they're on the other team. It's a, it's a little different, that's for sure. And it kind of looked like you had a game within a game going with Olin Zellweger. Maybe you can take me between the lines on that one. Yeah, I mean, nothing really there. It's uh, Like you said, it's kind of the game within the game. I've got uh, nothing but respect for that guy. He's, uh, he's In my eyes, he's the best defenseman in the league, and uh, he, he proved that day in and day out with not only on the ice stuff, but off the ice. It's just kind of it was one of those things where, like I said, there's, there's no friends out there and, and he he competes the exact same way he's he's not going to take it easy on me and I'm not going to take it easy on them we kind of it's it's only beneficial for all of us to push each other and uh, I think that kind of showed out there Jackson two goals and an assist in that game you wrap up the weekend against Tri-City uh in a in a wild game they force overtime late you guys find a way to win uh in overtime but what a week for you you're closing in on club history with your uh, eight goal week you're two goals shy of the club record for uh, Patrick Bykoff's mark how much have you been thinking about uh, breaking that record yeah obviously you try not to think about it I'm pretty sure everyone everyone that's come close to any sort of record says that stuff but it's always it's always in the back of your mind I think you want to kind of you want to get it done sooner than later so you don't have to worry about it anymore and not grip the stick as much but uh yeah, I'm just just trying to play the right way, and then uh, hopefully the cards uh, they kind of fall where they want. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing a couple of good games this week, and hopefully see what happens. It's too bad about the pandemic season because the number to chase as far as games played for a milestone is 300. Uh, you won't get there this year, but you will likely get to 250. Uh, you're a longtime player there with the Silver Tips, a two-year captain. What does a, a milestone like 250 games in the WHL mean to you? Yeah, it's, it's pretty special. Obviously, not a lot of people can accompany that, and then it's uh, to do it all in one organization. I think it's it's pretty it's pretty cool, and not only for me, my family as well. But this organization kind of they uh, let let me put my foot in the door in the Western League, and they've gave me nothing but 
nothing but respect and success throughout the whole whole time I've been here. So I'm very thankful and grateful for all my time spent here. But also, we we still got a lot of hockey left here, which that's what I'm most excited about. Yeah, uh, there's still uh, a big push here by by your hockey team here. You mentioned the trade. We talked about that trade here. What's the mindset as you guys attack the rest of the season as you look for you know battling for home ice advantage and trying to make a playoff run? Yeah, for sure. I think uh, you said it there best, that home ice advantage. That's what, that's what every team wants in playoffs. I mean, you look at our fan base, you look at everything here. We, we, want, uh, we want that home ice advantage because we know they'll have our back throughout it all and, and there'll be a little bit of a boost come playoff time. So that's going to be our, our motivation going into the, the last kind of final stretch here, if you want to say that. You know, Jackson, you're from, you know, small town, small city, Saskatchewan, Yorkton. You know, if, if I would have said to you five years ago that you'd be captaining a Western Hockey League team in Everett, Washington, and there'd be over 8,000 fans in the rink some nights, especially last Saturday against the Tri-City Americans, would you would have believed, you know, me saying that to you five years ago? Uh, I think I might call you a little bit crazy if, <laughs> uh, if you would have told me that a while ago, but uh, no, it's, it's, it's pretty special. And looking back at it, it's crazy how fast time flies in this league i remember the first words from one of the former guys i played with riley sutter he told me don't take it for granted because it truly flies by and at the time i didn't didn't really believe him and kind of just laughed but you know you look back at it it's it's pretty special yeah it is uh talk to me about the fan support in everett you guys are having a a great year fan wise i mentioned the eight thousand plus uh in the rink saturday night sounds like that'll be the rest of your saturday nights the rest of the season what's it like playing hockey there it's uh, it's pretty cool. Not a lot of players can play in front of a, a junior crowd at least this big. And I, when I mean it, uh, I say I say all the time that we have we have the best uh, fans. Maybe I'm a little biased, but uh, it it shows people come into our our rink and even lining up for a couple draws or something on the ice opening draw. They'll they'll lean over and say, "Wow, what a crowd!" And that just shows the the respect other players have from other teams. And it's uh, it's pretty cool. And honestly, an honor to play in, the, in front of these fans and then their support and how loud they get. It's just uh, it's on a whole new level, that's for sure. Finally, Jackson, you're in your final year. We've talked about that. You're a 20-year-old. You've been a captain there two seasons. What's, what's your motivation here moving forward to next year here? Are you uh, a guy that uh, wants to get that NHL contract? Are you looking ahead to perhaps using your scholarship uh, education? What's sort of on your, uh, your plans here in the future? Oh yeah, I think uh, obviously for sure I wanna I wanna do what's what's best for me, and I think what's best for me is is finding a place to play pro hockey, and hopefully I can uh, I can show some teams that I'm worthy of an NHL contract come whenever that time may be. But uh, everyone has a different path to that level, and I think uh, my path is pretty unique. But I just wanna make sure I can prove not only myself but uh, to everyone else around the not our league but uh, NHL teams too that uh, I'm worthy of that contract come whenever that time may be. All right, Jackson, we record this on a Tuesday. You play a game uh, Wednesday, so by the time this airs, you might already have the franchise record for for goals, so I'll give you a pre-congratulations on that, uh, and thanks for being our guest here on WHL this week. <laughs> Hopefully I can, I can do that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Meanwhile, WHL goaltender of the week is Braden Holt of the Victoria Royals, who has found new life after a trade involving the Everett Silvertips. Marlon Martins has more. Braden, first off, congratulations. You've been named a Western Hockey League Goaltender of the Week. How does that feel? Feels really good. Thank you. It's the uh, first time I've got it in my career, and um, you know, it's just a huge shout-out to the team and how well we've been defending lately. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited uh, for our group. 29 saves for the shutout Friday, another 29 Saturday, and you sweep the, the Rockets. But uh, since you've joined the team, five wins, 
a shootout loss in your six appearances, 1.81 goals against and a 9.43 save percentage. I bet it doesn't get old looking at the stats when they look like that. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's just uh, it's such a testament to how well we've been defending. We've been uh, starting in our own zone, in our own house, and, and moving out from there. Um, blocking so many shots and uh, we just look really good defensively I like what I see um, so much communication as well for goalie touches too so I think I click really well with our decor and I just couldn't be more excited to uh, to play with these guys some more coming up what about the fans here in Victoria how have they embraced you oh they've uh, they've been awesome I like walking down the tunnel and and getting all the fist bumps and all that kind of stuff and uh, attendance has been growing and we feed off of that I think I saw the uh, the wave go around like six times around the weekend so that's super cool it was super loud this weekend and gives us energy gives us life and um, we just couldn't be uh, more excited to uh, hopefully make a playoff push here for those fans it's always tough to get traded never easy how has this success that you've had made this transition better for you oh it's just it's so enticing to to come and uh, have guys that that want to play hard for each other and um, we're such a tight-knit group and I feel like I fit right in I never felt like the new guy and uh, I feel like I've, I should have been a Royal for, for a lot longer. So I'm just so excited to be here. I'm so excited to get to know everybody. And um, I just, yeah, I love being a Royal. That's Braden Holden, M under the Victoria Royals, the Western Hockey League Goaltender of the Week. Hey, that's the show. Thanks to our guests and as well. Big thanks to Eddie Gregory and Marlon Martins for their help. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening.